If we're honest, we have all struggled at one time or another with fears about our children. Just the other day, one of our kids came home, and she was out in the wilderness of Colorado. She got lost. And my wife said, so glad you didn't tell me until you're standing right in front of me. And she just visibly got upset and kind of fearful at what could have happened. I think we all want the best for our kids. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, though, uh, the way to combat those fears, if the child isn't right there in front of you, or if you can't control the circumstances, is to slow down, to pray, to um, spend some time with God in His Word. I'm John Fuller, along with my Focus on the Family colleague, Dr. Danny Huerta, And we're going to conclude a conversation today that Jim Daly and I had with Connie Albers, and Danny will have some comments here afterwards. Uh, Connie is describing a time she learned to trust God while she was approaching those empty nest years. Hey, let me ask you this right at the end here. Uh, You mentioned Isaiah 41.10 in your book, and it's you emphasize that it's important for parents today. Why? So in Isaiah 41.10, God's word says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. We have to hold on to that, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. That's a promise. Parents have to believe that is a promise. He will strengthen us, and he will help us. He will give us the discernment that we need to say the words that we need in the time that we need to say it, and I will uphold you in my, with my righteous right hand. God's going to hold us up. When we believe that, and then in 1 John uh, 4, 18, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment. For whoever fears has not been perfected in love. God casts out fear. So when we talk about starving the fear and we talk about listening, and we didn't talk too much about monitoring your mouth, but when we talk about those elements, we have to know that God has uniquely formed and fashioned them and given them to you and given them to you, John and Jim and myself and as we do this messy thing called life and the twist and turns of the river bend where we hit the rocky waves and waters of the white water and we go to unexpected times, God is still there and he's still leading and we can embrace that and we can cling to it and we can hold on to that. And when we do that, we parent from a place of confidence and joy and not a fear. <laughs> It is good. I mean, that is exactly right. I'm chuckling because I think even with 25, 30, 40-year-old children, uh, the parents are always, okay, what's next? You know, <laughs> It's like you never stop parenting. Connie, uh, as we close, you have a wonderful story about a recent conversation that you had with your oldest daughter, uh, who I think was reflecting upon your accomplishments before and after you had kids. So obviously your daughter knows you well. You've talked to her about it. But what did she say? Well, we had come to the end of my parenting journey. I was getting ready to turn the tassel of the last child. And Hmm. I was saying, okay, God, what's my next assignment? I had done quite a few things in my life. And we were standing outside in a Panera parking lot. And if you can just imagine a a record, how it goes round and round. Well, she took one of her her left hand and she made the symbolism of going round and round like a record would. And she said, Mom, you've done all these things B.C. before children. And she started listing them, and I smiled, and I said, yes. And then she took her right hand, and she did another circle similar, uh, but on the right side. And she said, Mom, you're doing all these really cool things now that the children are grown. Mm -hmm. And she listed some of those, and I started smiling, thinking, what are you doing? We're in the middle of Panera parking lot. And she stopped, and I'm just, my eyes were fixed on her. 
And she picked up her hand and she made a big circle in the middle of the two smaller circles. And she started going round and round. And now I'm thinking, I don't know where you're going. You're an artist, but I'm lost. She said, Mom, look at your family. Look what you and Daddy have built. Look at us kids. Mom, this is what you need to do. You've got to pour in to younger women. Mm. And I started with tears streaming down my face. And I thought, don't we long as a Proverbs 31 woman for our children to rise up and call us blessed? Unfortunately, they don't always do that during the teen years unless they want the car keys or go shopping. But my, I was so moved. That is what made me write Parenting Beyond the Rules because mm. the bottom line is your children are a masterpiece. And as a masterpiece, it takes different paint strokes and colors and brushes. And sometimes it doesn't look right. And you have to take a bigger brush stroke with a different color and paint over that. And that's forgiveness and unconditional love. And that's tempering the words that you say and monitoring your mouth so that the words that come out of your mouth land into a tender place of their heart. That is so good. And I said, when I looked at that book, and I thought, God is the architect. He's got a masterpiece. When we consult with him, we are able to paint the masterpiece that he has for them so that they can step into the next season of their life and honor and glorify the Lord. Danny, I really love how Connie was willing to mentor other parents and kind of pour out of her own experiences. And having a mentor is a pretty smart way to go to help us overcome our fears. Um, I wonder if you've had any professional or personal mentors for you in your role as a dad? Yeah, I mean, I picture all the people in my life that have been kind of those rolling credits as mentors along the way. I like right? the way you just put that, because I, I don't have a singular person, but I do have this kind of mosaic of people that have all contributed. Yeah, all throughout uh, my growing up years, and then uh, even college professors, there were some that, that really invested specifically in my life and spoke life into me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and gave me the tools of conversation and leadership for my home as a dad. And then uh, bosses, uh, one of them, a couple of them being here from Focus on the Family uh, from within the counseling department when I served there that were my mentors at that time. When I joined that team, mm. I was by, by far the youngest guy on the team, and they were amazing mentors along the way. Just speaking life in all areas of my life. And then I have met with uh, that boss that retired since, has since then retired, Willie Wooten. We uh. have met for uh, lunch. We still continue to do so. And we talk about just life in general. It's a great outlet. We, we all need to have mentors and people that can um, not only speak life into us, but also call out some blind spots that we may have. Uh, in in loving ways and challenge us and pray for us. Mm-hmm. We need those kinds of people in our lives. And I do would also say my parents were mentors for my parenting. And mm-hmm. as as we parent our kids, we're mentors to our kids yeah. to model what it means to parent in imperfect ways. But there's some things maybe that they can take as nuggets. Yeah. Into I appreciate their that. Yeah, I'm going to amend what I said earlier. Uh, we did have some friends that we hung out with quite a bit. Um, they had three kids. They were about 10 years into parenting as we were having our first. And so I was able to watch them kind of um, weave and bob through the teenage years and those transitions. I so appreciated their wisdom and, mm-hmm. and being able to see what worked and how they kept the kids close but not too close. 
And so um, as you're listening to this, look for somebody else you can kind of pour into. If you're further down the road, you've got some experience. You, you may not consider yourself an expert, but experience counts a whole lot. So find somebody and, uh, and share the journey with them. If you'd like to augment your walk as a mom or a dad, uh, we have that great uh, conversation with Connie in its entirety. You can download it. It's free from our website and uh, get a copy of her book as well. We're making that available for a donation of any amount to the ministry today. And once again, the title is Parenting the Heart of Your Teen. Now, those resources and so much more is available on our website. Uh, we'll have all the details in the show notes. And next time, Natasha Crane joins us to share uh, ways you can teach your kids about why Jesus died on the cross. For now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team here, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.